welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary, coming to you from the Clearwater Cleaning Solutions Broadcast Studio, your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary, with a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all of your cleaning needs. Check them out online, clearwatercleaningsolutions.com. You can find me online, social media, Twitter and Instagram, I am at primetimecline, twitch.tv slash primetimepk, and you can email the show couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Coming up on the show today, a bit of hockey talk off the start, and then it's a Fights and Football Friday. We talk about where the UFC is at heading into 2023, and then we talk about where the NFL is is at heading into another massive Sunday. Thank you. uh, I guess Saturday as well. Um, And then it'll be today's ticket presented by Betstamp, the Trivago of sports gambling. It really is a tremendous website to be able to, or tremendous app, sorry, to be able to to go on there, see the value of line shopping, see the value of having multiple other sports books. It it really is a a great, great, great resource. If you are into this world, even casually, it is a great app to to also help you track your bets and see where you're doing well and where you uh, need improvement. So uh, thank you to Betstamp. We will get to today's ticket at the end of the show. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein, and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about. But might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learned history in high school. Each week we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need to top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! All right, I want to start with uh, the Calgary Flames. Um, I was on Game Over Calgary last night. That podcast is available wherever you get this podcast. That game last night was frustrating from a Flames standpoint. And the reason it was so frustrating, they get a point, but A, it's a team ahead of you in the standings. And B, they came out themselves and said, this is the biggest game of the year so far. If you are going to say that, you cannot get one of the first 12 shots in a hockey game. And you cannot come out in a third period where the game is tied and be so flat and be so just scramble-brained that um, you allow those two goals in 10 seconds. Like, these these are efforts that just cannot, cannot, cannot happen. And... I think the Kings are a good team. I like a lot of the pieces they have up front. Um, I, I think this is a very talented forward group. I think the blue line needs some work, and I think goaltending has been a big problem for them. But I think that this is a Kings team that deserves to be around the postseason. That being said, if the Flames are who the Flames say they are and who we all thought the Flames were, that is not a team that should have given you that many problems last night. And so from a Flames standpoint, this was the first time where I looked at it and was like, oh, Oh, this might not happen this year. They're out of a playoff spot going into the game against Anaheim tonight. I just, I don't know. I I have major questions now about the this Flames team. I think there is too much reliance on guys who are barely NHLers at this point. Lucic made some nice play to set up Jonathan Huberto, but he should not be getting the, the, the types of roles that he has been getting. And once again, the fourth line was essentially non-existence and uh, non-existence, sorry. And that's even with Rizicka out there. So I, I think that this is, I think that the, the problem with this off season for the flames is they had to spend all of this time kind of catching up to where they were last year with Gaudreau and Kachuk looking for their way out the door. And so you have to try to catch up to where you were. You don't necessarily get a chance to improve. And I thought style of play wise, you were able to improve. But from a talent standpoint, I don't think they're better than where they were a year ago. I think I still think they are better designed to compete in the postseason, but you got to get there first.
The music that you hear on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. You can find them on Instagram at Wasted Talent with X is where the A's would be and find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. Into the NFL. Uh, quickly from Thursday night, Jacksonville beats the New York Jets. That's basically it from a uh, New York Jets standpoint of getting into the postseason now. Like, this is... This dream, I think, is is done. It's a great season for the Jets in terms of where people thought they were going to be. The issue now is like, oh, yeah, no, you've got things figured out. All you need now is to get that quarterback. It's like, oh, great. That's most teams in this league right now. Um, and I think that's actually an interesting one to do for next week is who has their quarterback at this moment? Like, who is set at the quarterback position? Um the Jets are certainly not one of those teams. Zach Wilson gets benched. The Canadian Football League version of Tim Tebow, uh, uh, Strevler, comes into the game. And they, they just, they can't get anything going. So right now the Jets are at 7-8. and eight. They are a game and a half out of a playoff spot because you have a Dolphins team that is at 8-6, and six, um, as well as the Chargers at 8-6. and six. But you have the Jags now, who you don't have a tiebreaker with, and the Patriots currently ahead of you in the standings. Like, it's just, it's... For the, for the Jets, it's done. Um, for Jacksonville, they continue to control their own destiny in the AFC South. They are now half a game back of the Titans, who are rolling into a game this Sunday with Malik Willis at quarterback, and probably the rest of the Sundays. Or, I guess, in this case, Saturday. Sorry, I keep screwing that up. Um, this would be a colossal failure for the Tennessee Titans to not make it, and this would be massive for Jacksonville to be able to squeak into that playoff spot in the AFC South. And you, like, see the difference that coaching can make in the NFL. Look no different. Look no further than where Jacksonville is right now uh, compared to where they are at, uh, were at a year ago with Urban Meyer. Quickly, before we get into the NFL rundown, I want to talk about the UFC. First of all, just... It's very frustrating to see where the UFC is at. And look, like we all know that this is that this is a company that at times doesn't really look out for fans, doesn't really look out for fighters, and I think this week kind of proved it. We are in a world right now where everything is getting more and more and more expensive. And now, apparently, that includes UFC pay-per-views. Uh, the company has raised the pay-per-view price again in the States, and a reminder, if you are a... Uh, UFC fan in the States, you need to have a subscription to ESPN Plus just for the right to buy the pay-per-view. And um, I think that's around $10-ish. Uh, it, it's getting very expensive to be a fan of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. And one of the frustrations is some of the cards haven't been very good. They had a very strong middle of the year. Um, and like you get a, a, a Pereira upset over Israel Adesanya, but when was the last time we were excited about a UFC pay-per-view? And then you look at some of the Fight Night cards, and I get their Fight Night cards, a lot of them are at the UFC Apex, but some of them have been absolutely dreadful. Like, it is it is becoming way too easy to skip UFC cards right now. Like, there's just, from a Fight Night perspective, you'll get the odd one where there's some intrigue, but they have really mailed it in when it comes to the Fight Night cards. And I understand there is... A, a number to make for events with ESPN, but man, I really do miss when it was like one pay-per-view and one fight night card a week, or a month, sorry. 
I know we're never going to get back to that, but the the fight cards have really suffered this year, uh, especially here in the back part of the year, and some injuries may have something to do with that. But um, uh, another thing that is really rough, Darren Wynn. So if, if you're unfamiliar, last week Darren Wynn was uh, had to pull out of a fight because he fainted at the UFC Performance Center with his, um, I believe it was during a weight cut. I would imagine it was during a weight cut, um, where he, he faints at the performance center, falls down some stairs. And then you get the alert yesterday from UFC roster watch that Darren Wynn has been removed from the roster. So the guy on their watch at the performance Institute faints, falls, gets knocked out of a fight, and then they cut him. And look, this is ruthless to do in the middle of July. It's the holidays. And now this guy doesn't have a job and... I I can't imagine old Darren Wynn has made a ton off of his UFC career so far. Uh, let's just look at his payouts because there's not... Uh, let's see. There isn't really a great resource for this, is there? But it, it's... It, it's like... it. It's incredibly frustrating, and it's incredibly disappointing, and it's just once again, because you know, you know when you see, like, oh, hey, pay-per-views are uh, going up. That doesn't mean these guys are getting any more money. Uh, yeah, okay, so Darren Wynn, in his last UFC fight, he made, he was going to make $25,000 to show. Um, I believe he probably still got that, but, I mean, even if he didn't, man, oh, man. Um, and then he made, he was going to make five k from the sponsorship bonus, which just on the surface, is absolutely laughable and deplorable. But, so $30,000 that he is making, and then you have to pay, again, coaches, trainers, gym memberships, all of those things. This is not someone who is, like, rich and famous. And now he has to go back to the the, the promotional, or uh, the local circuit to be able to get things taken care of, to try to get back to the UFC level. It, it's... It's just deplorable, and it's a company that continues to be able to get away with it, and it just... Look, there's a lot of things that make you question what you're doing when it comes to the world of mixed martial arts, and I don't know why, but it just, this week, really felt like a, man, you guys are just so shitty, aren't you? Anyway, shifting gears to another not-great organization, the National Football League. It is another week in the NFL, so it's another week of our NFL previews. Let's start with New Orleans taking on Cleveland. The Saints, 24th in DVOA, 23rd in offense, 14th in defense. Cleveland, 14th in DVOA, 16th in offense, 26th in defense. It's supposed to be miserable in Cleveland coming up this week. Uh, looking at bet stamp right now... Um, you have the Browns, who are two and a half point favorites over the Saints. The total sits right now between 31 and a half and 32. That is the lowest total I've seen in an NBA game in a long time. Maybe, probably, or sorry, in an NFL game. That'd be a really low, low NBA total. Um, it's, it's going to be miserable. It is going to be ugly. I don't think it's going to be much of a blowout. I don't think much of Cleveland. I don't think much of New Orleans either. Um, but I do think that this is going to be a close game. So with that in mind, I'm going to say New Orleans, um, 
to cover this one and looking at it like we got bet victor with um plus two and a half at plus 110 that's the best number you can get it's a plus number but i'm gonna take the three that we can get at a few different shops uh there, there's quite a few that are out there actually and it looks like the best number at plus three is minus 110 with bet 99 so we are going to take that one uh th this is definitely a stay away we're just doing this because that's the the commitment of this segment is to make a pick per game all right, Atlanta taking on Baltimore. The Falcons are 18th in DVOA, 13th in offense, 30th in defense. Baltimore, 15th in DVOA, 11th in offense, 8th in defense. Um, but with that, Baltimore, uh, without Lamar Jackson, Atlanta, uh, without Marcus Mariota, this feels like a game that Baltimore should win, but again, this is not a Baltimore team that I think is blowing anyone out right now. They got beat by 10 by Cleveland last week. I think Atlanta gets the cover here, and taking a look at Betstamp, uh, we do get one plus seven at power play, uh, so that is going to be the pick that we click for this week, and honestly, that's going to be, yeah, like I said, that, that's, a, that, that's a pick we're clicking right there with Atlanta plus a touchdown. Cincinnati taking on the New England Patriots. The Bengals coming in 7th in DVOA, 5th in offense, 12th in defense. The Patriots 12th in DVOA, 25th in offense, but they have the second ranked defense in the NFL. Um, this one has the Bengals as three-point favorites. I just think the Bengals are so much better than the Patriots right now. Um, I, I think that this is looking a lot at what the Patriots are able to do on the defensive side of the football, but Cincinnati's offense, I think, is going to be able to overpower them. I love the Bengals in this spot. A number of there's a couple of shops that have them at minus three and a half, but we can get Bodog at minus three. We are going to do that, and that's going to be another pick that we click here this week. Uh, so we're going Cincinnati minus three. Buffalo taking on the Chicago Bears. According to DVOA, the Buffalo Bills are the top team in all the land. Uh, they are fourth in offense, fifth in defense, while Chicago is 29th in DVOA, 22nd in offense, with the 31st defense in the NFL. Um, so quite frankly, I think it is a bit of a gift that we are getting Buffalo at minus eight. Now, again, it is supposed to be ugly. It is supposed to be gross. Um, the weather is going to be a factor this week. We have seen the Bills do well in cold weather games before. I don't know how well the Bears are going to do in, in all of this, but the good thing for the Bears with the wind supposed to be picking up is that their, their offense really isn't based on throwing the football a whole lot. It's a lot of Justin Fields creating. I, I still think that this is one that's going to have a bit of a low score to it. Uh, so we're going to go with the Buffalo Bills and the Chicago Bears to go under 39 and a half. Actually, you know what? We can get a couple of spots here under 40. Oh, and we got a couple at under 40 and a half. Look at the value of line shopping here. All right, we're going to go with B-Win minus 40 and a half. Uh, sorry, uh, under 40 and a half is what we are going to go with this one. Thank you very much. Odds makers. The New York Giants taking on the Vikings of Minnesota. The Giants 22nd in DVOA, 14th in offense, 29th in defense. Minnesota, the advanced numbers continue to not like this team. They are 25th in DVOA, 20th in offense, 19th in defense. Coming off of an incredible come-from-behind win last week. But again, I, I like I said on the show, I think that one was more about the Colts than it was about any team or anything else that the, the, the Vikings were able to do. Right now, the Vikings are four-point favorites against the New York Giants with a total sitting at 48 and a half. 
I just don't take this Giants team seriously at all, still. Um, I don't take the Vikings all that much more seriously. Uh, this is not one that we love. We're not getting great value on this, but we are going to go Minnesota money line. It's minus 200. I just, I don't want to mess around with any of this. We're not going to click on anything there. That is for darn sure. The Detroit Lions taking on Carolina. Detroit 9th in DVOA, 6th in offense, 23rd in defense, uh, while Carolina... Uh, comes into this one, oh, I didn't write their numbers down, uh, but Carolina comes into this one struggling a little bit, although they are still alive in the hunt for an NFC South spot. I am surprised by this number. I get Detroit is on the road, but they have been playing much better football as of late. Like DVOA, like we just said, has them as a top 10 team. For the Lions, um, looking at the Lions, at a number of shops, we only have to get them to win this game basically straight up. It's barely... Um, like it's minus two and a half right now. And even the, the best line right now for the Lions to win straight up is, uh, minus 130 at bet 99. So let's just take that. Let's not mess around with any points. Let's just go Detroit minus 130. And you know what? That's going to be a pick that we click. Uh, you have Seattle taking on Kansas City. The Seahawks are 11th in DVOA, 12th in offense, 25th in defense. The Chiefs, 6th in DVOA. They have the top-ranked offense, according to Football Outsiders, and they have the 24th-ranked defense. There is going to be a lot of throwing of the football in this game. My concern in Seattle is around Geno Smith and the weapons that he has. Marquise Goodwin um, has been a little banged up this week. Tyler Lockett is not going to play in this game. Kenneth Walker didn't practice this week. I think Kansas City has a lot of offensive weapons. Uh, I know Kansas City has a lot of offensive weapons, and they are vulnerable on the defensive side of the ball. I just don't know if Seattle has the weapons to take advantage of that. So I am going to say Kansas City takes this one minus 10, and the best number to get that at is uh, Bodog at minus 110. So Kansas City minus 10 is what we are doing there. Uh, Houston taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Texans are the worst team in the NFL, according to DVOA. They have the second worst offense and are 21st in defense, while the Titans are 21st in DVOA, 21st in offense, 16th in defense. I have major concerns about this game. Um, Malik Willis on the uh, offensive side just hasn't really been it so far. Um, it's going to be a lot of Derrick Henry, and he has been able to run all over the Houston Texans so far. I want to look at the player props, actually. What are we looking at for Malik Willis? We don't even have a passing yards um, play here for Malik Willis. It's just touchdowns. Um, first touchdown is plus 900 at power play, um, and last touchdown is plus 900 at power play, so you can't even get a passing line. Um, where is Derek Henry in terms of rushing yards? Oh, we don't have rushing yard totals up yet either. Um, th this is going to be a lot of Derek Henry in this game. I don't think there's going to be a lot of scoring otherwise, though. I, I think, man, this number is so, so, so low. I don't like either side in this game. Uh, th this is a full stay away, but we're going to go under 35 and a half for this one. Um, yeah, just gross. Just simply a gross, gross, gross football game. Washington taking on San Francisco, a monster game in the NFC. Washington 19th in DVOA, 26th in offense, 16th in defense. San Francisco 3rd in DVOA, 9th in offense, uh, and they have the top-ranked defense according to DVOA. Washington, it's been kind of a neat story with Heineke coming in and being able to 
um, lead this team back towards relevancy. Right now, the Commanders hold that final playoff spot um, in the NFC by half a game over the Seahawks and the Lions and by a game and a half over the Green Bay Packers. This is monstrous for them. For the 49ers, they are a game back of Minnesota for the two seed, three back in um, the, the hopes of getting that number one seed, so uh, probably not going to be there. But uh, division lead-wise, like, they're they're pretty comfortable right now. So San Francisco's kind of set. They're still kind of figuring things out. Like I said, monster game for Washington as we go into the 2 o'clock window. I think Washington keeps it close, actually. I, I like Washington plus 7 in this matchup. I, I think that because of everything that Washington has to play for right now, and because San Francisco is still figuring things out with Purdy at the quarterback position... I think Washington is able to keep this game close. It's not going to be one we click on, but that is going to be our play here. Philadelphia taking on Dallas. Obviously, the big story this one, Jalen Hurts is out with an injury. Gardner Minshew is in, and he takes over a team that is second in DVOA, second in offense, seventh in defense, while Dallas is fourth in DVOA, 15th in offense, third in defense. That third-ranked defense got gashed last week by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um... So this would have been a great spot for Philadelphia to be able to take advantage. Um, but with Gardner Minshew in there, Dallas is, like, their offense is too good. I think their defense is going to be too good. I think Dallas gets the win in this game. It's another stay away for us, but our play is Dallas minus four and a half. We go to the Saturday night game on Christmas Eve. It is the Raiders taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Two teams that are, I believe, technically still alive in the playoff hunt. Uh, the Raiders are two games back of the Dolphins. Both these teams actually sitting at six and eight. For Vegas, they are 26th in DVOA. They are 16th in offense and have the worst defense in the NFL, according to Football Outsiders. While the, pa um, the Steelers, mid, they are 17th in DVOA, 18th in offense, 13th in defense. Right now, the Steelers come into this game as two and a half point favorites. None of the numbers back this up. I just think the Raiders are a better football team than the Pittsburgh Steelers are right now. The turtle, uh, the turtle, the total is at 38 and a half. Um, but we're going to take the Raiders in this spot. Uh, we will take the two and a half points that the folks at Bet Victor are giving us. Let's go LVR plus two and a half right now. And you know what? That's going to be a pick that we click. Going into the Christmas Day slate. Um, it is a Sunday. Uh, there are three games on the schedule. We will start with Green Bay taking on Miami. The Packers needing a win to stay alive in the NFC playoff hunt. Green Bay is, like we mentioned, a game and a half back of Washington going into this matchup on Christmas. They are 13th in DVOA, 7th in offense, 22nd in defense. Miami, 8th in DVOA. They are 3rd in offense, 18th in defense. And for the Dolphins right now, they hold that last playoff spot in the AFC. Um, they are now three games back of the Bills for the top spot in the division, so that's going to get wrapped up probably this week. Miami, like we said, though, a game up on the Patriots, a game and a half up on the Jags and Jets, two up on the Raiders, Browns, and Steelers. Um, Bodog has Miami at minus three and a half. The total for this game sits at 50 and a half. Uh, I'm going to actually take the under in this game. I do think Miami gets the job done, but I kind of want to see it again from Miami. I don't think Green Bay's offense has enough right now to be able to sustain a total that gets us into the 50-51 the area. We're able to keep it under that key number of 51 at a couple of shops here. Um... So I, I, yeah, we're, we, I mean, it, we would love for it to go, I guess, a little bit higher. Um, but I, I still think under 50 and a half is the play right now. 
uh, for this game. Denver taking on the Los Angeles Rams, a game that I'm sure when they made this looked like a monster game. And now, a whimper. Uh, Denver coming into this one as the 20th team in DVOA, 28th in offense, 4th in defense. The Rams, 27th in DVOA, 27th in offense, 15th in defense. The total for this game sits at 36.5. The Rams are 3-point favorites, or sorry, 3-point underdogs. We're just going to take the Rams plus 3. I think this game stays close, but I don't want to donate too much brain time toward it. Uh, the Sunday nighter is Tampa Bay taking on Arizona, another game that seemed important at the time. Now, not so much. There is still a bit to play for, or quite a bit to play for, actually, for the Bucks as they enter this game with a one-game lead on the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons in the NFC South right now. Um, while Arizona is just done to done done. Kyler Murray is out there, 4-10. and 10. Massive changes are going to be coming there. We're not going to overthink this one. Tampa Bay, minus 7.5 is the play. And then we go to the Monday Nighter. It is the Chargers taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the Chargers coming into this one, 23rd in DVOA, 24th in offense, 17th in defense. The Colts, the only team worse than them, the Houston Texans. 31st in DVOA, they're 32nd in offense, 11th in defense. The Chargers have a lot to play for. The Colts have uh, nothing to play for. The Chargers are tied with the Dolphins for that last playoff spot, uh, and they are not catching the Chiefs for that division lead. Math will suggest that after this game is done. Um, I think it's... This is a Chargers team that should not be only four-point favorites against the Indianapolis Colts. They, talent-wise, I think are just so much better than Indianapolis, but they, they have continued to struggle. I think coaching has been a major issue with this team, but we are going to go Chargers minus four, and that is going to be a pick that we click. So there is a pick per game. Now, when we come back, it's time to see which ones we actually clicked on. What are we locking in for our ticket for the NFL slate this weekend? We'll find out on today's ticket, presented by Betstamp, in a matter of moments. The studio sponsor for Coach Potato Diary is Clearwater Cleaning Solutions. They are your one-stop commercial and residential cleaning company based out of Calgary. They have a fantastic team ready to make your life simpler and easier by fulfilling all your cleaning needs. All right, it is time for today's ticket presented by Betstamp. We have uh, five games on the ticket today. Let's rapid fire through them. We've already broken them all down. We are going to go Falcons plus seven against the Baltimore Ravens. The best number for that coming from power play. Uh, the Bengals at minus three uh, is the number we are going to go with against the New England Patriots. Uh, Detroit minus 130 against the Carolina Panthers. That Bengals number, by the way, coming from Bodog. The Lions number coming from Bet99. The Raiders at plus two and a half against the Pittsburgh Steelers from Bet Victor, and on Monday night, it is the Chargers minus four against the Colts at Bet 99. We have hit track on that. Uh, thank you to Betstamp, the Trivago of sports gambling. We just went through all the different line options that are provided through this site that you can see. Um, it shows the value of doing that line shopping, the value of having multiple sports books, and also there are a number of different experts on here who sell their picks. You can kind of track how they do. So thank you to Betstamp for presenting today's ticket. And thank you to you for listening to today's show. Um, find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram. I am at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, uh, and shout out Clearwater Cleaning Solutions, the studio sponsor for Couch Potato Diary. I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. We are hoping to have a bonus show coming out tomorrow. Um, but yes, have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holiday season. We're going to be back in some form next week. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday weekend, and we'll talk to you all later. I'm out.